With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be around the nation, around the world. You are listening to the one and only Supernatural Realm on the Vera Radio Network. That we're www.frequency.com. Well, tonight we have a very special guest. His name is, um, what's your name, last name, Jim? Uh, Jim Andre. Oh, Jim Andre. Jim is a UFO experiencer, and uh, we're going to talk to him about his experiences, and he has the um, ability to heal. Jim, welcome to the show tonight. It's great to have you. Oh, thank you for having me, Jim. I appreciate that. Tell us a little bit more about your background and how you got in, involved with the UFOs, and tell us about your experience. All right. Uh, it all began for me uh, in childhood. Uh, I'm sure most of the, the uh, listeners out there have heard of the Betty and Barney Hill abduction. Mm-hmm. And uh, coincidentally, that was on my eighth birthday. They were abducted uh, September 19th, 1961, and... Since childhood, I've always felt different and, and somehow I've had like a foggy uh, feeling, a memory of being tied into that somehow. But move forward now to uh, the fall of 2012. Uh, I was a Massachusetts constable and a motor coach bus driver at the time. I'm now retired and I resided, I reside uh, currently in Florida. I relocated after retiring, but... At the time I was in Massachusetts, I distinctly remember it was on a Wednesday night and uh, I sat in front of the computer and noted the time on the lower right-hand corner of the computer monitor to note what time it was with the thought that I had to get up early for work the next morning to drive bus. Next thing you know, I'm just gone. I, I just went out, right? And then all of a sudden I'm, I'm waking up and... Uh, um, and like in a daze, I'm looking around the room, I, I glance over at the clock, the alarm clock, and it said 2.57 a.m. Wow. So now I'm, I'm there trying to gather my thoughts, and then all of a sudden, I feel an intense burning sensation on my right forearm. And I know this sounds bizarre, you know, and if I was on the other side of the fence, I wouldn't believe it either, but mm. I look down, and, and to my astonishment, there's a tattoo on my right forearm that depicts 
uh, Zeta Reticula uh, shot Alien Gray. And this is the tattoo here. Oh, wow. <laughs> that looks like a female, doesn't it? It has glasses. I don't know. That's uh, It's hard to distinguish that, but what I like to I like to further state that uh, you know I've had conventional tattoos. They take uh, they scrape up you know they they scab up like a scraper on abrasion when they heal, and they heal within uh, seven to ten days. This this tattoo, uh, it it bubbled up like a like a blister, mm -hmm. and when it healed, it peeled like a sunburn. It never scabbed up. It peeled like a sunburn, and it healed within three days. Oh wow! So I'm assuming that they they use some other type of procedure than the conventional, uh, you know, ink gun and and, and needle. Uh, my guess is uh, they use some type type of laser uh, technology or something. Mm -hmm. Do Do you know other? Do you know people that have had um, chips put in them? Like a, some, it's like some sort of tracking device, isn't it? Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's any implants, but I do know that also since that abduction, I developed this on my left hand. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. There it is. It's right up in here. I see that. So I'm not sure. I, I got to get that checked out. Now, I sent uh, another thing about this tattoo is it morphs. It slightly morphs with time. Hmm. This You can see like subtle changes in it. And um, I have a, a friend of mine, Larry Hollenbeck. He's a, a Photoshop expert. Um, I sent pictures of the tattoo to him, and uh, he used some kind of procedure. I can't explain it because I'm not an expert, but he didn't alter the, the tattoo image in any way, but he said he went in depth with some type of coloration or something to look deeper into the tattoo. And there's like different symbols that appeared and one of them uh, looked like an astronaut uh you could like kneeling down you on a side view you could see the oxygen tank the helmet and all that and there's also uh a few different images of uh of aliens within the tattoo that we could pick up in in photoshop but cannot see with the naked eye on mm -hmm. the tattoo itself oh wow was your experience frightening? Because I know a lot of people have had, you know, frightening and subtle um, experiences. What was your experience like? Well, my experience, I can't really tell you what I what occurred during that time that I was out because I have no recollection. Mm -hmm. All I can go by is is what what appeared on my arm and and uh, how it's affected me. Uh, not only did I I receive this tattoo here, but I'm also a contactee, and my abilities to energetically heal others all come post-abduction. And um, actually, I'm a contactee as well. I mean, I can I get telepathic downloads from the uh, Zeta Reticular as well. Mm. That's something like, do you experience like things in the 5D realm? Yeah. Um, it's hard to explain, but I mean, you know, since since the abduction, my my outlook on life, nature, and the universe itself, you know, existence itself is completely different. I've got a completely different outlook. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have. I I haven't had. I've never been abducted, but I've had a couple, you know, 
traumatic surgeries. I almost died multiple times. Um, oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, I had um, heart surgery. I had both valves replaced. I had aneurysms in my I had aneurysm in my my chest and in my left leg. And, oh, wow. I, and I have an ostomy bag because I had a blockage in my large intestine. And this all started in, uh, in last August. And, wow. uh, I, you know, I, I have a different outlook on life now because of those experiences. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're still here with us. Me too. It's great to you're be improving, here. You're improving, I hope. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm due to get a, you know, a, a defibrillator implanted as soon as a surgeon calls me. But... um. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm, I guess I'm a walking miracle. <laughs> yeah, and God bless you. You're still here with us, right? Yeah. And, and you mentioned uh, defibrillator, and I'd like to make a comment on that. Sure. When a person, uh, when a person has a heart attack and they they pass, they use a defibrillator to shock shock the uh, individual and bring them back to life, right? So, what I like to add to that is that's a form of external energy rekindling mm -hmm. the internal energy. Right. And what the aliens have taught me is that everything is based on energy. Mm -hmm. Everything. That's exactly right. Right. There's a source. And what that source is is a, a universal energy source or essence that makes all things possible. See, without energy, this inanimate desk is an ina inanimate object that I'm sitting at wouldn't even be able to, to exist without the building blocks of the energy within it. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, the atoms, the neutrons, protons, and all that stuff. Without that, this desk, nothing would exist without the energy. Mm -hmm. So so what I've learned is that the extent of a god is the energy that moves you, your consciousness, and the air that you breathe. Because the fact is we're living in a chaotic universe. Right. We're living in a random chaotic realm. And and that's just a natural phenomenon within nature. You you have natural disasters within nature. You have you have hurricanes, tornadoes, earthquakes, um, floods, volcano eruptions. Hell, even a, a comet or, or an asteroid could strike the Earth at any moment. And that's all random, and that's all to us uh, not good or negative, but that's just the way nature is. So if a tsunami wipes out 250,000 people. Do you think the universe cares either way? No. Or feels guilty about it? No, absolutely not. All right, so now men now, man is just as much a part of nature as everything else around him. So therefore, this chaos within nature itself and also man. And therefore, there will always be chaos amongst men. There has to be a balance, doesn't there? Well, there, there does, yeah. Every once in a while, the the... The scale tips one way, you know, too much one way where a reset has to be uh, be done either one way or another. Mm -hmm. I believe in that way, too. I don't believe, I don't really believe in, you know, a God or Jesus Christ as as Christians do. I believe in, in energy and I believe in source. And source is, the reason right. I'm, source is the reason I'm still here. Amen. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, when we're born... We're born, everything's random. Even our birth is random. We're, we just find ourselves here. And not long after after that, we ponder from where we came. And when we're born, there's no guarantees. Right. And we have an unknown expiration date. Mm hmm And I also believe in reincarnation as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, you know, 
there's no better teacher than nature itself. All we have to do is look around us. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything is based on cycles right. from day and night, seasons to lifetimes, a never-ending continuous recycling process of nature. My, my, my co-host used to tell me, um, I'm an old soul and I want to go home. And he used to experience things in the, in the 5D realm. He would be, you know, you would see aliens and, and spirits and everything else up there in that realm. Well, yeah, that's the different dimensions, different realms, exactly. Yeah. I've heard about, you know, different blood types. And um, I had a nurse that used to come come here, and she, she was of that blood type, but she never had any um, UFO or alien experiences. Is, is that possible? Well, yeah, Rh negative is usually associated with... Uh, alien uh, genetics and DNA. But to be honest with you, uh, from what I've gathered, we all have alien DNA in us. Um, you know, from what, what what I've been told by them and from the information that I've gathered from them is that humans are a, um, an experiment, a genetic experiment performed by the extraterrestrials through genetic manipulation an artificial insemination between the great ape species and themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, The reason for the experimentation was to introduce a more intelligent primate into the world that could groom the earth and and just basically enjoy its surroundings. Now, they were successful in in creating a a more intelligent primate, but uh, as time has shown, we're a primate, you know, with an intelligence that is somewhat flawed. Hmm. In other words, we, we, we have the ego, see? And our, our, our downfall is our ego. Hmm. You see, we, we compete against nobody but ourselves, and we have no one to fear but ourselves. Yep. Not- so that being, that being said, even though we're intelligent, it's an intelligence that is somewhat flawed. Hmm. There's no such thing as fear but fear itself, right? Exactly. Um. Do you think that your experience as an abductee has brought some abilities to you? Oh, yes. Yeah, I can energetically heal others. I I don't advertise it. I, uh, I can, you know, prove that through testimonials from people that I've helped. I've actually done uh, healing sessions over the Internet successfully. And what I use mostly when I do those sessions is a Shungite stone. Oh, wow. Oh, that's a that's a Shungite stone. And this is the only stone on Earth that actually emits an energetic frequency. And I can show you that. Watch. Hmm. This here is a, is a regular Ohm's meter. Oh, what am I having a hard time showing it with that background? Yeah. But anyway, that's a Holmes meter. I see it, yeah. I'm going to put this on frequency. That's on a frequency setting. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to uh, try to get this where you can see it. Okay. I don't know if you can see it. It's going to be hard for me to... Uh, yeah, I, oh. see, I can see some of part of it. Hold on a second. Okay. Hmm. 
There we go. Now, when I when I touch these electrodes to the shungite, you're going to hear a a radio frequency sound. Oh wow! Wait a minute. I'm here in Florida. If I get cut out, by the way, it's because we're having a driving rainstorm right now. I'm going to close the door so I can hear you better. Hold on. Okay. It's interesting. I did hear some of that, though. Probably be able to hear it better now because that driving rain in the background before. Oh, that's right. You're having a storm. Huh. Can't hear it now. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's Shungite. The only place on Earth this is found is uh, in Russia. And you got some in, like, the Midwest, like Colorado. Mm -hmm. But the only one that's got the energetic frequency is the one from Russia because it happens to contain an, an element called fullerene. Wow. What are some of the benefits of having a piece of shungite? Well, that helps me uh, during the healing sessions. One one question I get um, frequently is, you know, how is that possible? How can you, uh, you know, heal somebody if I'm down here in Lake Wales, Florida, and they're, say, in Indiana or Massachusetts? Mm -hmm. And the answer to that question is there is no distance. Oh, yeah, and there's yeah. no time either. And, 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 and that's right. And what do I mean by that? The same energy that moves me moves you and everybody else. Mm. Okay. The same energy that's around me right now is around you wherever you're at. So what I do is I use that Shanghai stone. I concentrate on the energy and utilize channel, uh, utilize and channel that energy where I want it to go. And that's how I, I perform the healing sessions. Oh, wow. Can can somebody buy a piece of that, like, say, on Amazon or eBay or something yes. like that? Yeah, yeah, it's available. Yeah, matter of fact, that's where I got that one was from my Amazon. But like I said, uh, in order to figure out whether or not it's actual authentic Shungite where it's got the uh, energetic frequency is uh, by using a homeless meter, you test it that way. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Does that maybe help? In, does that help with your abilities too? To have peace. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what happens is uh, the other party that's uh, participating in the session, um, they'll just kick back and um, they'll hold anything that resonates with them, whether it be some kind of charm that means something to them, or or a crystal, or or whatever they got that they want to use. They hold on to that. They just lay back close their eyes, relax, and what I do is I play a, a energetic uh, frequency background during the session, mm. which, by the way, that which, by the way, was arranged by the extraterrestrials themselves. Wow. There's no other, there's no other soundtrack in the world like it. It's the one and only. Do, do oral beats help, Jim? Do I what? Do oral, oral play, playing oral beats, does that help with your abilities? Meditation. Uh, uh, oral beats, yeah, anything can. Uh, in other words, you can really utilize anything you want. The the trick to the whole thing and being successful, if successful with something like that, is the belief that you can. 
See, anybody can do it, really. Mm. Anybody can do it. But nobody nobody can 100% believe they can do it. So in other words, if you're attempting to do something like that and you've got a little voice in the back of your mind saying, oh, what am I doing this for? What am mm. I stupid? This is never going to work. It never will. Mm. So mm. that's why the majority of, of people will never be successful at it. I wonder if everybody has a, has a certain amount of abilities. Yes, they do. They mm. do, but they just don't realize it. Mm. But but belief is the number one foundation for success with something like that. Yeah, I believe that. And even your religious belief, sometimes that can fog, fog it too, fog your mind from believing in it. Well, you know, religion, I, I don't know. Uh, if, if you notice, all religion is based on what? It's based on fear. You're right. They, te they teach you to fear uh, the dark side, the negativity, the evil, and on to Satan, right? And on the other end of the spectrum, they also teach you what? To fear the wrath of the good and loving God, if you <laughs> will, right? Which can be, which can be more scarier than Satan himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, he, when he says, if you sin, you will be condemned to eternal damnation mm -hmm. and burn in hell forever, correct? That's correct. So now that's scarier than Satan himself. Um, yeah. And the bar for sinning is so high, set so high, that there's no person that ever walked the face of the earth that never sinned. <laughs> even Christians, you know, even, even Christians barring, swear. Barring an infant or a child. You know. <laughs> 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 I, get, I get a kick out on people. We have a... <laughs> We have a, a news minister lives two hours down from us on the other side of the street, and he won't wave or talk or smile or do anything to us. And I'm like, and my name, my <laughs> other neighbor, my other neighbor said, "Well, you got to talk to him." I'm like, "Well, he's a freaking youth minister. He's supposed to talk to us." <laughs> well, you know, people are always always in search for the truth, and, and the truth there is. The truth is there is no one truth. Right. There are many truths. The closest that any individual will ever come to in this in this existence is what each individual perceives and believes as being their truth. So therefore, there are many truths. Yes, there is. It just depends on what truth you, you choose to believe. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they, want, they wonder why there's so many denominations in religion. Because <laughs> no one wants to yep. believe it's a certain one. Well, you know, you know, you know, uh, the way the aliens put it is there are so many different gods. Will the real God please stand up? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And, and I, I was wondering, you know, do you think everybody has near-death experiences and, and sees different things when they die? Well, I think I think uh, a lot of it has to do with what they believe to Religion. begin with. Yeah, you know, uh, and w because what you think you can manifest in certain situations, you know. So, so if if, if somebody's brainwashed enough to believe all their lives that yeah, there is a heaven and a hell, uh, if they do happen to have a, a, a near death experience, they're able to subconsciously manifest whatever they thought they believed in mm -hmm. before they went into that situation of a near-death experience. Some people in a near-death experience experience a heavenly experience. 
others experience a, a hellish experience. Mm-hmm. Some experience both. Yeah. But is that just a, the subconscious mind playing tricks with you? We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. I, you know, when I had my heart surgery, I don't recall having any kind of experience. It was just, it was just dark. And then when I woke up in recovery, it was two o'clock in the morning, and all I saw was, <laughs> was the light from the ceiling, and I couldn't, I couldn't open my eyes to see because it was so bright. Yeah, well, you know, you're mentioning light and dark now, and that's another good example. A lot of people fear the darkness for, you know, not knowing maybe uh, what lurked within. But, you know, then they they use it with evil and black magic and, you know, all that stuff. But, you you know, you can't have one without the other. You can't know one without experiencing the other, mm-hmm. okay? One cannot exist without the other. For now, darkness... For example, everything within creation is created within the darkness. It comes from out of the darkness and into the light. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was in the womb for nine months before I, tra- I traveled down a tunnel and into the light. All the trees that grow and provide our oxygen through the process of photosynthesis grow out of the darkness of the ground and into the light along with all the other sustenance that the earth provides for our survival. Years ago, before all this fancy technology, the only way a photographer could develop uh, develop a picture off a negative was in a dark room. Now, after a long day's work, you come home exhausted, you're tired, you, you uh, turn the lights down low, you lie back, you shut your eyes, and you slip into what? The tranquility of darkness, feeling refreshed the next day. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now you got two opposites, okay? So you got light and darkness. What I do is I walk a path straight down the middle, acknowledge, respect both, but worship neither. Right. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's exactly how I believe. <laughs> Yeah. Just it just is, you know, energy. They, is, they they both they both serve their purpose. Exactly. And I often wonder too, you know, people, you know, profess to be Christians and they live the Christian life and then they end up dying in a severe motor vehicle accident. Why is that? If if God is all loving, then why do good people die? You know? Well that you know, that's it. It's it's random, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, Concerning the wishes of fate and destiny, when it's not time to go, there's no way to get around it. Mm-hmm. But for an example now, some guy's minding his business, pumping gas, and then all of a sudden some nut, a sniper kills him for no apparent reason. But concerning the wishes of fate and destiny, is that incident any different 
than thousands perishing in a sunken cruise ship or hundreds dying in a plane crash. Nope. Not really. That's right. It's all the same. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, my I had a friend I have a friend that um I was talking to before I had surgery and she said, Tim, you're gonna be fine. You got too much hell to raise. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That was her answer. <laughs> Yeah, well, what they would tell me is only the good die young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta love them type of people. Um, I'm, I'm actually already up there, though. I'm 68. I'll, I'll be 69 next month, oh, September. Wow. You don't look it. Yeah, I, I'm in pretty good shape, I guess. Well, I did have a heart attack in 2017, February 2017. And I had two stents put in, but I mean, you know, I go up and down here and there, but I'm feeling pretty good at the moment, so I, I can't complain. Yeah, that's the way I feel too. I've had, you know, I've, I don't know if I, how much I told you, but I've had, you know, two valves replaced in December. I had an aneurysm in my stomach and then in my leg. And then, you know, and then, you know, before my heart surgery, I was in the hospital and I had a series of mini strokes and one pretty, pretty severe one. I had, well, to, I had to learn how to walk again. I had to learn how to use my hand again. And I still well, have I still have limited mobility in my right arm. I'm still working through that, but and then I'm at, well, I'm supposed to have a defibrillator put in soon, as soon as the surgeon calls me. Yeah, my uh, my dad is 98. Wow. And he still gets around good. He cooks every day, takes his own showers, cuts his own toenails, and a week before his 94th birthday. He underwent major surgery for an aneurysm, like uh, below, like in his stomach. Yeah, that's where I had mine. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, and he pulled through that like nothing. I was more worried about him than he was about himself, and I think that's the key. <laughs> mm -hmm. Never to worry about anything, because my dad doesn't worry about anything, right? Right. And, and that goes to show you worrying is no good, because what worrying does is cause stress, and stress is no good for anybody. Yep, that's for sure. Stress will kill you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's amazing how you know how how you know people go through things and they're still here, and then others, you know, they die in a wreck and they're gone, you know, in in a split second. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's that's the thing, you know. It, you know, there's a thin veil between life and death and a thin veil between sanity and insanity. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people don't realize how thin that, that veil really is, you know? Yeah. Do you think, do you think the spiritual veil is thinning as, as time goes on? Um, I think we all have the ability to say, uh, to be psychic and all that stuff. But again, that goes back to, uh, being able to have an open mind and believing, believing that you can. Yeah. I got a, I got a hundred pound German shepherd here, scared of the low thunder. Oh, really? Huh. <laughs> he's laying, he's laying underneath the desk right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's funny. His name is Rambo. Oh, that's neat. That's a neat name. Yeah. Yeah. My 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 neighbor up the street, she he has a a, a um golden lab retriever, 
And um, he has a Willie's Jeep, so the one dog's name is Willie, <laughs> which is kind of cool. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the Labs are pretty cool. They're, they're a pretty smart breed. Do do some people? Why, why is it that some people have negative or and positive experiences when they're abducted? Um, I can't answer for everyone, but uh, also is- since my abduction, I I started a uh, Facebook group page called the Alien Connection Truth Network, mm-hmm. and and uh, that's got up to hundred twenty thousand members or something like that. But the reason why I started that was to have a forum for people who have experienced like, you know, like, uh, likewise experiences that they could have a forum where they could speak freely without fear of being uh, ridiculed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever talked to any, any um, women that have been abducted for, for the purpose of breeding programs? Have you ever heard of that? Uh, I haven't come across one personally, no, but I mean, I've, I've seen different reports as such. Mm -hmm. And and I believe, I believe that to be true because I believe that's part of their, their genetic, uh, ongoing, you know, experimentation and keeping track of the genetics somehow. And, uh, you know, uh, like I said before, we were created by them. But when they created us, they didn't abandon us. They they set us free, but they didn't abandon us. They've been monitoring our progress from a behind-the-scenes approach ever since. So, uh, uh, you know, if it was, you know, our, our DNA is 98 to 99% identical to that of the great apes. So if it was mere evolution that we evolved from the apes, when, when there's... Uh, an evolution like that, the the uh, species, the previous species becomes extinct mm-hmm. and the new species takes its place. So that leads to the question, why is it that the apes have been here for millions of years, but yet they're still sharing the, the earth with modern day man, with, with homo sapiens? Which leads to another question, what happened to all the missing links in between? Mm-hmm. From caveman, primitive man, Cro-Magnon man, all however many links there were up to where we are today, with ourselves, which is the newest version of the experiment, and the answer to that question is that were that was different levels of the experiment that didn't live up to the expectation of the extraterrestrials, and they were terminated when replaced by a newer version. Right now, with the newest version. But I, I, I have to add to that, well, not only are we the newest version, we're the most lethal. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that, that, that presents a problem. And, 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 you know, like you were talking about the balance earlier, yes, the balance is way out of whack. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, the world is heading in the wrong direction. And, but it is my, my understanding and belief that the the extraterrestrials will intervene to save man from man himself mm-hmm. and and not only to save man but to save themselves as well because we've got technology as such today where we've got nuclear weaponry and the biggest the biggest threat is that hadron collider mm-hmm. with the smashing atoms okay right so now, now the Georgia Guidestones were damaged. Well, they don't exist anymore. They had to be taken down for 
safety reasons, but they were damaged by the Zeta Reticula from a laser shot from an alien craft. And that was a message to the 1%. The, the 1% know that. They, they know who did it. They know what the deal is, but they're not going to tell uh, the public about that or anybody else. They keep everything hush-hush. You know, they say, oh, somebody planted a bomb there, which is a bunch of bull crap. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, but their message now, now the Georgia Guidestones were, were sabotaged on July 5th of this year, which coincidentally was the same date and day that these scientists were refiring up that Hadron Collider to continue their experimentation with smashing atoms with, with such force that uh, they were using energy equivalent to the speed of light or, or nearly equivalent to the speed of light. So now that was a message from the Zeta Reticula telling them that they better stop doing what they're doing because if they don't, in other words, they want them to cease uh, all operations of that Hadron Collider because they don't know what they're playing with. You see, that's not only a threat to us or to ourselves, but that has a potential to do so much destruction that it could affect the universe and the extraterrestrials themselves as well. So they have no choice but to intervene. So that message they're sending is cease and desist immediately while that Hadron Collider in the near future is going to be sabotaged as well. Some people believe that uh, that 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 had uh, you know that collider to be evil. And you know you've heard of them uh, groaning sounds that people hear like all over the world. Yeah, I heard. I just saw that last week. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you something. What that is, every time people hear that is when they're using that that hadron collider. Oh wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what they do is they experiment, then they shut it down for two, three years, and then they experiment, they refurbish it, do what they do to it, and then they 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 continue the experimentation. And every time they continue a new experiment, they increase the power. But the extraterrestrials uh, are telling them uh, basically they don't know what they're playing with. They have no idea what can occur. One theory is that the universe began with a Big Bang, so right. you wouldn't you wouldn't have to be a rocket scientist to to assume that it could possibly end with one. What what is their purpose with that collider? What is well, it? according to them, they're in search of the God particle. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> see, we're going back to the God again. See, mm-hmm. but basically, all God is is an energy, and, and maybe they're looking in the right place. I don't know. Maybe. Because God but, is, but an, God, yeah, but they don't know what they're playing with. See? Yeah, God is an energy form, after all, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that, that's the energy that makes all things possible. See, mm-hmm. one law of nature is nothing is perfect, and another law of nature is nothing lasts forever. But nature compensates for that by being able to re- exist in cycles. The only thing that's infinite is the energy. Right. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's interesting you mentioned about cycles and then. Do you believe in reincarnation? Old soul, new soul. Oh yeah, new soul? oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh, oh definitely. Yeah. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. My my co-host, my former co-host. I wish I wish he would come back, Chip Reichenthal, but he always used to say, "I'm an old soul and I want to go home." <laughs> oh yeah. And he, he used to experience. Um, Alien beings in a in the five D world also, in fifth dimension. Mm-hmm. What 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 causes people to have those experiences and connect with the five D the five D realm? Well, I don't know. I think I think they choose. You know, like myself, my experience. I've asked myself that question. I really don't have an answer for it, but all I can say to that is that I guess. you're you're chosen for a reason, whatever that reason is. I'm not sure of, I mean, I wouldn't be able to elaborate on that, but but I'm sure it's for a reason. And I also feel, you know, that different people that I connect with, with this type of uh, scenario, Mm -hmm. uh, there's some of them that I've met that uh, I feel that we were meant to connect. Right. You know what I mean? It was was meant to be, you know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. In other words, we've connected for a reason. And there's there's one fellow, Jim McFarlane, that I met about four years ago on Facebook when I started the uh, Alien Connection Truth Network. I met him through the group. Since he's met me, we've become good friends. You know, we chat on video chat and all that. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, he visited, I think it was last summer down here for a little while where I'm at. But to make a long story short, he's also experienced... Uh, you know, uh, UFO uh, activity and stuff like that. Um, maybe someday you can have him on as a guest and he can tell you what he experienced. But, yeah, it, it can be unbelievable. And and why they choose certain individuals to be involved, I, I really can't answer that question. Mm-hmm. I have a nurse that, that has that blood type and she's never been abducted or anything. I, I wonder why that is. Well, I don't know. She's got the RH negative. She does, yes. Yeah. And I thought that, you know, everybody that had RH negative were were all abductees at one point, yeah. one time or another. Yeah, you know, uh, so I like to answer your question from before, I believe, you know, they abducted women through uh, breeding experiments and stuff like that mm-hmm. for genetic uh, records and all that. And uh, I believe that's the same way with the cattle when they find the cattle mutilated in the field. Mm, skinwalker, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I mean they they just like kind of hollow them out. There's no blood, or we're not even sure what procedure they use, but uh, I'm sure that that's done for biological purposes. Mm. Do you, Do you believe that 
there is this such thing as a skinwalker, or do you think it's all UFO related? Um, or, or combination. I would think it's a combination. I also think that uh, uh, Bigfoot, for example, is a uh, interman- uh, interdimensional being. Mm. You know, that's why he's so elusive. Okay. And they say, yeah, Bigfoot is like that, and probably, you know, UFOs probably travel through that as well. Like oh, yeah, the inter- interdimensional. Yeah, they got a way of bending, you know, space and time. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that's kind of where we're headed to? You think we we, we want to have the ability to create a portal to to to, to travel? Well, you know, um, I think in time, you know, uh, we could be taught that. You see, Earth is almost like a prison planet. Right. If you stop, yeah. if you stop to think about it, because we're born, uh, we serve hard labor all our lives while being on death row, Mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. And we're isolated on this planet. We're isolated. I mean, I know we have rockets and we go out in space, we orbit the Earth, but I mean, technically, we're we're just prisoners of this planet. We're we're, Technically, we're isolated. Mm -hmm. And and, and we know for a fact now that there's other entities out there that we call aliens or extraterrestrials. But now, if you were them, you know, they, they, they take a look at us, and, and we can't even respect each other, <laughs> right? How do you think they think we would react to them? Yeah. That's true. You know? Now, if we were different, they might be able to come down here and, uh, you know, openly with, with, with the people of the planet and, and be able to help us in some way. But, you know, the government keeps everything hush-hush. And in the early 40s with President Eisenhower, he made pacts with aliens. And he's not the only one. There was other governments, you know, Germany, Russia, and all that. Um, whatever pacts they made with them, they, they, I guess they're, they're upholding. And, uh, you know, the, the, the American people or the people of the world are just left in the dark. That's all suppressed. You know, and, and in order for them to come here to help us, that would be a very intricate mission because, for example, now, if there was a massive UFO landing worldwide, right, what would that create? That would create panic, chaos, um, carnage, a fear. Mm-hmm. So, so in order for them to go about it in the least lethal way, they have to figure out a way to do that. But the, the problem is, Man is his own worst enemy, and he doesn't even realize it. Exactly. I often wonder if they're waiting for a certain time to really make themselves known to everybody. Oh, they will. They will eventually, yeah. But, uh, you know, that's why there's probably mouthpieces like myself and a few others out here doing what we do to to uh, try to... Um, you know, get this information out so that people are able to understand that. And I can say that that there shouldn't, there doesn't have to be any fear involved. You know, right. there's nothing to be fearful of. You know, their their technology is so far advanced from ours that, as a matter of fact, some of the technology we have today we got from them, which was part of the pact with them, presidents worldwide. But 
But uh, what I mean to say is, if they wanted to obliterate us and they didn't have our best interests in mind, they, they could have done that a long, long time, time ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah, some people say that the stealth technology is, is came from alien spacecraft as well. That's right. You know, uh, uh, Area 51 there, uh, when they had that crash UFO, they get a lot of uh, technology then when they started back engineering the, the alien spacecrafts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Well, but, you know, uh, it's not only getting the technology, it's... it's uh, being able to use it wisely see see we're ignorant you know what i mean we, we you know the first thing we we think of is selfishness power uh manipulation and and we just we just do the wrong things <laughs> we're detrimental to ourselves exactly and i think they know that that maybe they're trying to warn us about that you think because because they're actually after all they're from the future and Maybe they're trying to warn us that, that we're going to destroy ourselves in the end. Yeah, well, that's what it is. I mean, that's why they're wanting them to back off because, like I said, with that collider, I mean, uh, you know, that could involve them in some way, uh, in a bad way, uh, affect them as well as ourselves. So they can't let that happen. There's going to come a point in time, which I don't think is going to be too far down the road, where they will be forced to intervene. Uh, to save man from man himself in order to save their own butts at the same time. Right. Jim, what about Space Force? I mean, I, I, there's speculation out there that Space Force was created for, you know, communicate maybe with UFOs or something or alien beings. Is that, does that sound about right? Well, no, not necessarily because, like I said, the government has been... protect ourselves? Yeah, the government has been in contact with them. See... There's different levels of government. Mm-hmm. You've got the open government where you have Congress, the president, and all that. But then there's black op programs uh, of different stages of government where where Congress and the and the president themselves don't even know what's going on. This is where all this takes place secretively mm-hmm. to keep the truth from from uh, the masses. Right. So. so um, you know, when you're dealing with that 1%, you know, it's funny, you know, throughout history, every great society that has risen has fallen. Mm-hmm. And that's without fail, recurrence throughout all of history. And the reason for that is our ego, we're going, I'm going to go back to the human ego. If we're not happy, say, say, uh, see, years ago, they had kings and kingdoms and all that. It was easy to overthrow a target. Today, you can't do that because... There is no, they're spread out, and that's on purpose. See, we don't even know who we're fighting, really. No. Who is the, who is the enemy? Exactly. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's part of the Illuminati. That's part of the plan. That's part of the, the huge deception, see? But what I'm saying is that that keeps recurring uh, historically because of the human ego. Now, we overthrow a kingdom because we're not happy the way uh, it's being run, the way that we're being treated. We become those who we conquered. We we get up there and take over ourselves. Now we're we're sitting in the in the power seat. Exactly. So now now our egos getting out. See now we're we're gonna become those who we conquered, and that's what happens throughout history. Yep. We're gonna become like like the Christians do because they have a huge ego. <laughs> well, 
You know, that, that's amazing. I mean, I don't know if people can see the writing on the wall or not. I, I think the majority, to me, it's just common sense. Yeah. I, I mean, take the Catholic religion, for example. You know, all these uh, priests molesting these altar boys for decades, mm -hmm. getting away with it. Yeah. You know, keeping it uh, keeping it hush hush and just being moved from place to place, shuffling them around, keeping it hush hush, and, and then and then uh, Mother Teresa, believe it or not, was a child trafficker. Mm -hmm. All right, she was in a position where they could adopt babies from third world countries very easily, and that's what they did. It was a form of child trafficking, basically. Wow. And she went on according to the Catholic or the Vatican, she went on to become what? She she was canonized a saint. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what they do is practice evil under the guise of good. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny how, how you know, if a priest is, is convicted of, of, you know, molestation, they just move them to another church and now another part of the country and they let them continue. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he wouldn't even get charged with a crime. He'd just be shuffled from... One, one place to another. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Well, Jim, you about ready to go on break, bud? Yeah, sure. You're listening to Supernatural Realm on the Vera Radio Network. We'll be right back right after this. We're going to talk about more about aliens and alien abductions with Jim Andre. We'll be right back right after this. Don't go away. Hey, frequencies everywhere. Let the world know how you feel. Slide into a brand new Let's Go Brandon t-shirt. The crowds and stadiums around the country have expressed their mutual feelings about the current administration. And now you can make a statement by wearing one of our Let's Go Brandon t-shirts. Go to www.lastfrequency.com, click on the shop tab, and let's go, Brandon. Hey. frequencies of all walks of life keep up with all things tlf radio by joining our mailing list go to the bottom of the home page and fill in the form you'll get everything from guest info and show info and other important station related information so sign up now Last frequency. Hey, frequencies of all walks of life. Keep up with all things TLF radio by joining our mailing list. Go to the bottom of the homepage and fill in the form. You'll get everything from guest info and show info and other important station-related information. So sign up now. The search is over. You found us. You are listening to The Last Frequency. 
Don't forget to hit the donate button on the way out. That will help the last frequency stay on the air. Just go to lastfrequency.com and send some good frequencies our way. Or take advantage of one of our subscription levels designed to help fund what is free for all. The Last Frequency Radio. Frequencies everywhere. I want to tell you where you can get your hands on some really good designer face masks and tees. Oh, yeah, we've got our own line, but let me tell you about another one. All right? And you could go, well, first off, uh, not only can you get your face mask, but you can get bumper stickers, too. Oh, yeah, put those babies on the back of the car. Put them them wherever you really want and uh, stick them up and let people be aware that the last frequency is here. If you go over to lastfrequency.com and scroll down to the bottom of the webpage, you will see on the right-hand side a banner with a UFO on it. And it has, well, it's linked up. You click on that banner, it'll take you over to the website for your purchases of these fantastic bumper stickers, these masks, and well, everything your little heart desires. It's all right there. So go on over to thelastfrequency.com and click on that banner. You're listening to the VARA Network. Hey, frequencies of all walks of life. Keep up with all things TLF Radio by joining our mailing list. Go to the bottom of the homepage and fill in the form. You'll get everything from guest info and show info and other important station-related information. So sign up now. Frequencies around the world. Listen up. The shop is here, and you can order TLF Radio Swag right now and show your friends and neighbors you're awake by wearing one of our many shirts, including our Let's Go Brandon shirt. That one is a hot seller, so get yours while supplies last. We have coffee mugs, clocks, so never miss your favorite shows, books, mouse pads. Just go to thelastfrequency.com and click the shop link. That's thelastfrequency.com and get to shopping. A lot of people are concerned about the future. Join the club. Global problems are having local consequences. Too many of them. Take food shortages, for instance. Supply chains could break down at any moment, as we've all learned the hard way. That means now is the time to get yourself some emergency food from our good friends at My Patriot Supply. They're America's largest preparedness company with millions of happy, well-prepared customers. Their food lasts for up to 25 years in storage. It's an insurance policy you can eat. When you need it, it will be there. Those who know what's coming are using today to prepare. Click on the banner on our website at www.lastfrequency.com and just click on that My Patriot Supply banner and get yourself prepared for whatever may come. The search is over. You found us. You are listening to The Last Frequency. 
Timmy. What was that? Well, I don't know, man. Timmy. <laughs> and welcome back to Supernatural Realm. I'm your host, Timmy, <laughs> on the Vera Radio Network. We are www.lastfrequency.com. Jim, it's great to have you here. Now, is there anything that you would like to talk about in, in uh, this last hour? Um, yeah, well, uh, I mean, uh, basically, you know, what I've learned is uh, the bottom line is life is a journey to be experienced, not a problem to be solved. Do you think, do you think that we learn from different experiences as we're reincarnated? I do. Yeah, I think some of us do and some of us don't. You know, when I said before that the extent of uh, God is an energy source and your consciousness and the air that you breathe, some of us have a conscience and some don't. Mm-hmm. See, so th- those that, that are able to go out and commit a crime or murder somebody and then be able to go home and sleep at night, um, I think those are the ones that, you know, when they reincarnate, uh, they're going to have to come back to the same chaotic, random chaotic realm we're in now and keep coming back over and over again until they get it right. Mm-hmm. I, I often wonder, you know, since I've started getting sick, if if maybe there was something that I came in contact with, maybe uh, maybe um, something supernatural or maybe something that um, carried over from a previous life. I really don't know. Well, that's hard to, to uh, detect. I mean, uh, but but being in the random realm we're in, you know, things like that unfortunately happen mm-hmm. randomly. Yeah. Uh, what what reason they, they, they happen, I wouldn't be able to explain that, but uh, it's like Murphy's Law, you know, uh, Murphy Murphy's Law is what can happen, will happen at the worst possible moment, so that's the type of random chaotic realm that we're living in. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> my my uncle said that, well, my, not my, just my uncle, but my, um, a good friend of my mom and I's, she said that, Tim, you'll be fine. You got too much hell to raise. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to have the will to want to carry on as well, you know. That's true, yeah. So, so, you know, some people, uh, you know, if they get tired of being around, they, they don't have the will or the drive or the, you know, the 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 faith or the stamina to want to keep, keep on going. But, you know, you know, it's funny, you know, people look for the truth out there somewhere when the truth actually lies within the truth comes from within you know yeah. now now you know you could be in the most dire straits if you've got the will to live and you're willing to fight you know you, you can get through it and you're an example of that yeah yep i guess like my friend said you got too much hell to raise and she was she's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep there's just so much evil out there and i'm Trying, I'm here to. I think my purpose, part of my purpose, to be here, and um, spread the truth. You know, just like we're doing now, on this right. show. You know, you know. But as far as far as energy, there's two opposite polarities. See, mm-hmm. there's a positive mm-hmm. and a negative. Right. And, and nothing can exist without both. They cannot be one without the other. So when the Bible states. Uh, it talks about what the the battle of Armageddon, you know, the final conflict between good and evil. Right. Why would why would evil even think about 
rising up against good to the point of victory. If evil ever became victorious, at that point in time, it would in essence be destroying itself. Because without good, evil would be no longer serving any useful purpose. Yep, exactly. That's There was a, a guest I had a few years ago, and um, Jim or Bob Kramer, he wrote, he was a uh, city of Pittsburgh councilman, and he had, he had bought a home that he was infatuated with since childhood. And as soon as he moved in there shortly after, he became, um, his family started experiencing negative and, and evil things in the home. And even uh, really affected, you know, his two boys and his wife. And Bob didn't really have any of those experiences, but um, something something got a hold of, you know, his family members and, and in the house and raised, raised holy hell. And, um, and ultimately, you know, good won over evil. But it was a, it was a long drawn out battle, though. But ultimately, you know, good good won. Now, now, um, was there anybody that died previously in that home uh, before he bought it? Or? I'm not sure, but I think there was. It's it's near, it's near. Um, I think they said something about Indians being buried. Oh, an in Indian burial ground. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. they planted a tree to help help with you know with the energy. And I uh, think maybe that upset things a little bit. I don't know. Huh. Well, yeah, phenomenon like that do happen. I mean, uh, I believe them to be authentic, you know. Um, and, you know, that's that's like a, an energy. It's all based on energy, you know. So that's probably an energy from, like, the other side or or, or another dimension that's able to you know, break through that thin veil to raise havoc, if you will. Yeah, you know? Bob, Bobby Jr. don't even communicate with his dad anymore. His dad wrote the book, of, you know, Demon in Brownsville Road. And a few years ago, the, his younger brother, David, um, committed suicide. And they were all devastated by that. And I think there's there was some leftover energy from, from the haunting that affected him mentally. Maybe, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that can happen. I believe that's possible, yeah. Yeah. You know, if, if if God is so loving, why do, you know, things happen like that? I mean, I don't understand that. Yeah, well, the way they the way they uh, have, you know, religious uh, teachings uh, based on fear, I, I can't believe any of that myself. Uh, you know, a good and loving God wouldn't wouldn't uh, condemn anybody for any reason mm -hmm. uh, to to eternal damnation. Jim, I often wonder too. Why do some people, you know, you know, there's there's families have a history of alien abductions or experiences. Why is that? Why do they pick on certain families in gen generations, and then and then not others? Um, I don't know. I often ask myself, like I said before, why me? You know, but there must be a reason. I, I feel as though that someday I'll probably know, know that the answer to that. Um, there's also other things that, that I know that I've received uh, through telepathic downloads that I can't really mention at the moment uh, for obvious reasons. Um, but everything, everything plays out in time. Are they worried about us destroying ourselves, being that they're from the future? Are they trying to warn us, you think? Well, like I said, uh, we're in a scenario right now where they have no choice. 
but to intervene to protect themselves as well. Uh, mainly due to that that uh, hadron collider mm. smasher, uh, atom smasher. Yeah, there's some Christians that believe that 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 collide the hadron collider is evil. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've seen videos on the internet where the scientists that are experimenting with that thing are doing um, dances, and there's some kind of a <clears throat> some kind of a I guess image there that represents evil or whatever. I don't know, but How do I mean, you... I just I just can't fathom how hundreds of world scientists like that would spend that kind of money on that type of project. I mean, it just blows me away. You know, when you stop, just just stop to think about that. I mean, you, you know, you wonder how something like that is even possible to to come about. You know, that that had to be a, at one time just a single thought from one individual that grew into what it is today. And that's like mind-blowing when you start to think about it. I often wonder, too, you know, how, how the um, UFOs and aliens come into our realm. Is it some? Is it through some sort of Einstein-Rosenberg or portal of some sort? Well, well, yeah, I believe there's, there's probably different portals. Um, but I think mainly what they do is they have the technology where they can interdimensionally travel. Mm -hmm. So so in other words, instead of them having to travel millions of light years, there's some te type of technology where they can bend uh, and ripple time. space and time and just come through uh, some type of veil, if you will. Um, you know, we talk about portals, you know, there's, there's billions of portals all over the world. Mm -hmm. And you know what they are? That's the female species. Oh, I never thought of it like the, that. Are, that's right. They're, they're our passageway onto the earth. Hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. Jim, we got about a half Oops. hour. We got about half hours. Is there anything else you'd like to cover? Um, I think that's basically my experience. I mean, uh, you know, th there's more to come. I know that, mm -hmm. but. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that'll be for a, for a future show. Yeah. <laughs> how, how can people get all you, Jim? Uh, I have a website. It's uh, part of the Alien Connection Truth Network, and the web address is uh, www.jimandre.net. And I've also got the uh, Alien Connection Truth Network group page on Facebook, and I also have a, a regular Facebook uh, page profile, which they recently uh, upgraded Facebook on its own. I, I had nothing to do with that. They upgraded my profile to a digital creator, and I got something like 3,700 and something followers on Facebook. So, Wow. Uh, do, you do you have the opportunity to talk to other, other experiencers? Um, well... I mean, I follow a lot of what they do, and some of it makes sense to me. Some of some of it doesn't. Um, yeah, I've talked to other guys like uh, Ed Smith. Um, uh, one time, I spoke with Richard Dolan. I've never talked to to uh, Stephen Greer, but 
Mm-hmm. But uh, some of them guys I don't trust because I think they're more in it for the money, you know. Right. They're up there with television and Gaia TV, and I, I think, you know, and I, like Dr. Stephen Greer, he goes around doing these these um, things where they go out in the wilderness and they concentrate and they see UFOs or stuff like that. And and they got to pay big money to go on them excursions, and they got to sign up a form stating that they will not talk about what they experienced or they, they seen or experienced during the excursion. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that makes me kind of uh, leery about what they do, you know? Yeah. In other words, they're out to sell cornflakes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Much- yeah, yeah. Me, I don't do it for any, any money or anything like that. Even the healings, I do that free. And I, like I say, I don't broadcast that. I just do it when the occasion arises, you know? Jim, do you think there's underground tunnels, military tunnels at Skinwalker Ranch? Oh, yeah, there's a, of course there is. There's underground cities. Oh, wow. There's, there's underground uh, uh, bunkers where you can drive rigs in and out both ways. I mean, they got they got, they got got uh, climate control. They got food. They got medicine. They got everything down there. And, and you know, the government, the government has millions of, of generic coffins stockpiled and you can fit they're like disposable coffins and you can fit four to five bodies in there in in one uh, coffin so what is that for they got to be preparing for something see the one percent agenda is to eventually eliminate 95 percent of the world population mm-hmm. and create that new world order I think that's why they, they. I think that's why COVID nineteen was released or created. Well, well, the the COVID uh, itself is not as lethal as they claim it to be. What that is is a test by them. You see, the the Spanish flu of of uh, nineteen eighteen mm-hmm. that was a bad flu, right? Right. Millions millions died worldwide, but back then the only ones that were quarantined were the sick, mm. not the healthy, right? right. But now today with this COVID stuff, which I refer to as the COVID pandemic, hmm. they they want they want both the sick and the uh, healthy to uh, isolate, to isolate, not go anywhere, wear masks, right? Hmm. So to me, that is just a, a a test to see how compliant everybody's going to be. How much they can control. Right, how much they can control. That's like a dry run for them, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, now the vaccine itself, that's crazy. Vaccines are tested like five years before they're approved by the FDA. I know, it's crazy. So now so now they come out with a vaccine uh, that, that they research for three months. And they say, oh, yeah, it's fine, mm-hmm. right? And there's three different vaccines by three different companies. So technically, anybody who gets the vaccine is nothing more than a guinea pig because exactly. because there's not been enough research done, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, they they put the burden on the uh, first responders, healthcare workers, making it mandatory uh, that they they get the vaccine or they lose their livelihood. Yep. Which to me is unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't have be able to manipulate or force anybody into doing anything, especially something like that. My body, my choice. Exactly. 
So, yes, it's all about control. Yeah, there's a number of, of you know, city Pittsburgh police officers whose jobs are at stake because they won't get they refuse to get the vaccine. And they're even saying that, you know, it's against their religious belief um, yeah. not to get it. And they still, they're still, it's, you know, they're still risking their, uh, you know, risking getting fired by not taking it. And, and they have a liberal mayor, so go figure, right? <laughs> Exactly. And, and uh, you know, as has been proven, uh, there's been adverse side effects, you know, for certain individuals taking the vaccines, you know, uh, mainly uh, from what I what I've heard is uh, heart problems, uh, respiratory problems, mm -hmm. heart problems. And supposedly, I mean, you know, there's a lot of information out on the net, but supposedly there's nano nanotechnology within the vaccines where People have been experiencing like growing, uh, um, like carbon fiber, growing carbon fibers within their genetics. I mean, it's all crazy. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. My, I have a cousin that got got COVID, and I always, and I told his brother one time that it's just a myth. You know, it's 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 you know a way of the government to control you to get that vaccine. And his brother. I mentioned it on Facebook, and his brother hasn't talked to me in over over two years because I said that. He said, "You know, my family almost died in, because of the, you know because of COVID." Well, you know, I don't think COVID is any any different. Maybe a little bit more of a tougher strain, but to me, it's just another a, ver a new strain or version of the flu that that arises every year. Exactly. What happened to the flu? It all it was everything was COVID after that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Flu was a thing of the past. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, now, now my cousin has all kinds of heart problems, Dobby, and he's on four different heart medications because, it, you know, it never, never started until he got the vaccine. And he got his vaccine after he got COVID. I'm like, why did you do that? <laughs> yeah, really? You know, he already had COVID. Yeah, he already built up his immune system from it. Exactly. Right? Naturally. Uh-huh. You know, that's what we have a immune system for. Right. And, you know, it's funny because, like I said, I was a Massachusetts constable. When I retired, I uh, relocated from Massachusetts to Florida in 2019, July of 2019. So they were coming out with all this COVID baloney, like the be beginning of uh, uh, 2020, right? Yeah. And then as time was, was uh, progressing, I, I hear on the mainstream news media, oh, yeah, Florida's a hot spot. People... There's thousands of people dying in Florida every day, right? Yeah. And I'm looking yeah. around me, and our governor's not tough like like some of these other fools. He didn't <laughs> really implement rules where we had to isolate and all that bull, right? Yeah. So my dad, a roommate, uh, Pete, that lives with us, my dad's 98. We've been roaming free without masks since this pandemic, right? Yeah. None of us have gotten sick, right? Maybe we're just lucky. I don't know. But... Um, my buddy Pete, there that that, that uh, resides with us, he um, he's had uh, bronchitis and asthma since childhood, uh -huh. and um, I brought him to the hospital a few times when he had uh, breathing episode problems, right? And we go to the hospital; it's like a ghost town, right? And he's in there and out right away, or he, always, even if he was admitted, but there's nobody there. Exactly. And, and, uh, and on the news, they're saying people are dropping by the thousands here in Florida and the hospitals are overwhelmed. 
Wow. And I'm scratching my head looking around saying, what, what kind of, what kind of bullshit is this? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They, they claimed that I was back in February and when I was in a hospital after I got my aneurysm surgery, they, I was supposed to go, go into a rehab and they tested me for COVID. They said I, I was, what was it? I was a carrier or something. I had no symptoms. I'm like, and then he took one test. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, another thing with that is, you know, there's been reports of a lot of uh, false positives, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I think they were just mad that I, that I, they didn't, weren't able to send me home because they wanted to send me home to my mom. And, and I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm not ready for you to come home. You're not strong enough yet. And they're like, well, we have nurses and everybody's, you know, scheduled to to, to, to um take care of you and help help with therapy and stuff. Mom, my mom's like, I'm not ready for you yet. And, <laughs> and they, they, they gave me a vaccine and cause they were going to send me to a rehab and I tested positive. So I was in isolation for what, three or four weeks, mom. Wow. A long time. They sent me to another, another floor in a hospital. And then I was in isolation there. And these, these nurses, Came in with, with with alien suits on, and I'm like, oh my god, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm at Roswell or something. Oh, I'm I'm at um, in Ohio at the at the Air Force Base, and I'm being treated well, like an abducted, alien. Huh? Yeah, I'm being treated like I'm being treated like a freaking alien. I'm like, oh my god, this shit's crazy. So so they they gave you the uh, the COVID vaccine. They they gave me the test. Oh. And then I tested positive, and I was in isolation for God knows how long. So you ain't had the vaccine then, right? No, hell no. I won't get oh, that thing. <laughs> oh, oh, hell no, right. Exactly. Yeah. What's that, Mom? So they said you had it. Yeah, so they they claim I had it. I think they were just pissed off because Mom wouldn't take me home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause when but, I got... yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I don't trust the government as far as I could throw them, and that wouldn't be very far. <laughs> exactly. I think they used... They used they used COVID to get their to get the numbers up. I and mean, if someone dies on natural causes, they say they died of COVID. Right, exactly. They were putting false false death reports or labeling everything to COVID, even some car accident victim. <laughs> <laughs> and the hospitals would get paid. I don't know if it was thirty thousand dollars for every COVID death. Yeah. So that, that's how they pumped up the the uh, COVID related deaths. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's been proven. But to, yeah, to put fear into everybody, you know. Yep. yep. There's fear again, just like with religion. That's they use that as a tool. Mm-hmm. My when when we had to isolate everybody, and everybody had to isolate because of COVID. So that was around too, and I didn't get it. Yeah, mom was around me like a couple of days before that, and she never got it. Them, and I had a psychic yeah. friend tell me she said, "You don't, you don't have it. And your mom doesn't have it either. That's bullcrap. You know, you yeah. don't know COVID." Right. And they try to say I was a carry. Well, if I was a carry, then why did you test me before I come home then? Yeah. And why uh, there's why? so many, you know, and it's funny because, you know, when the government investigates the citizens uh, or questions the citizens, it's, it's termed an investigation. But when the citizens turn around and question the government, it's called what? It's twisted around into a conspiracy theory. Yeah, exactly. That's like that's like my my brother says one time. He goes, "Oh, you're one of those conspiracy theorists." No, mom. No, Dan. I'm a realist. I'm not no conspiracy theorist. I'm I'm just a realist trying to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, I, I mean, and a lot of it is common sense, really. Exactly. You know, but it seems like there's so many people, the majority of people lack common sense or, or they just can't bring themselves to believe what they're reading when the writing is on the wall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, uh, um, you know, how about how about 911, the Twin Towers? Mm-hmm. Well, what is your opinion on that? I think a lot of some of it might be conspiracy related. I don't know. Of course. Well, you know, first of all, the Pentagon, the Pentagon, right? That's one of the most secure airspaces in the world. Right. So my question to them would be, well, how did you allow a 747 to slam into it to begin with? Mm-hmm. And you know, another, I had I interviewed a, a um, police officer, retired police officer uh, from New York City, and he worked the the uh, re, the um, fill site in Staten Island, and he told me the day of the, the day of the um, the terrorist attack, there weren't no vendors out on the sidewalk out on the street in front of the, in, in front of the Twin Towers. And he thought that was kind of strange, because every other day there were, and then that that particular day there wasn't any. Well, they were warned to stay away, probably. Probably. Yeah. Now another thing is this: when them planes hit the twin towers, the mainstream news media kept showing the clips over and over again of the plane hitting the towers, which, in my opinion, is disrespectful to the family members that of the victims who were involved in that incident. Mm-hmm. But yet, they cannot produce one video of the plane hitting the Pentagon, even though there's hundreds of security cameras around the Pentagon. <laughs> exactly. And and, and uh, I remember the news back then. I'm watching it, and there was nothing in that rubble around the Pentagon that represented an airplane. There was no fuselage, wing section, tail section, engine, nothing in that debris. Yeah, they try to say it disintegrated. Bullcrap. <laughs> well, the Twin Towers disintegrated. They, they, that was a controlled demolition that they fell within their own footprint. And it was a third building that didn't get hit by a plane. Right. That, that collapsed the same way. Oh, uh, what happened to that building? Exactly. Why wasn't it destroyed? Exactly. So that... Yeah, that, how, that, how did that happen? I mean... That, that that building wasn't damaged from a plane. How did that one fall within its own footprint? That just goes, yeah, that just goes to prove it was it was a planned it was a it was a, it was a planned um, demolition. You know, and the day before or two days before, the the Pentagon was supposedly hit by an airplane. Uh, Secretary of State at the time was it John Rumsford? Yes, was was announcing that. There was over so many billions of dollars missing, unaccounted at the Pentagon. Now all of a sudden you got all this destruction where you'll never be able to trace it to begin with, right? Right. And another thing I think why they they pulled that off was to go ahead and do what they did, uh, go into Iraq and Iran and all that stuff. They blamed uh, Osama bin Laden. What's his name? Uh, Saddam Hussein. Yep. Uh, of being uh tied in with terrorists and having weapons of mass destruction, which was a lot of bull crap, you know, but that was, you know, so now that the towers are destroyed, that gives them, you know, 
an excuse to go in there and do whatever they want to do, and the American people are going to back their decision, right? Yeah. It, it's it's funny that you know now they're saying that the second in command of Al Qaeda, they 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 just killed him a couple of days ago. <laughs> and another thing that's that's uh, suspicious is that Osama bin Laden, you know, the Bush family and the Osama bin Laden family were in the oil business together. Exactly. All right. Bush's own 51%, Osama bin Laden's family owned 49%. Right. Well, mommy. And, yeah. And, and, and um, his family lived here in the United States. His brother, when I was driving bus, I was doing a commuter run in Massachusetts between Boston and New Bedford. Uh-huh. And, and uh, they had the big dig going on in Boston at the time. Osama bin Laden's brother donated millions of dollars to that big uh, dig project, right, to the city of Boston. Mm -hmm. Now, when this incident occurred, the president stopped all flights nationally, right? Right. But he allowed one flight. And what, what, what was that one flight? He allowed the family of Osama bin Laden to leave the United States. Wow, yeah, I remember that. Now, 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 if you were president and you had uh, the terrorist family here, would you allow them to leave the country? Hell no. Oh, well, why did he? Exactly. Because hmm. he wanted to protect them. And I don't believe that they killed Osama bin Laden either. No, there was no no video, no 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 really no pictures, nope. and and they, they used the excuse, oh, we buried them out at sea because they want to respect the the Muslim tradition. What kind of bullcrap is that? I don't even believe the second in command was just killed the other day either. I mean, you know, they just—it's just unbelievable. You know, it is unbelievable. I guess that's probably why. Most people don't believe it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. When, when we were in isolation, you know, my co-host Chip said, told everybody, this is what I do every day. Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, there was no need for that. I mean, that's, they're, they're just testing the waters to see how compliant we're going to be. That's That's what they're doing. I think they got something bigger coming. Oh, yeah. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. You know, one method they could use is just shut down the the national electrical grid. Mm -hmm. If that ever happened, we'd instantly be at their mercy. Yep. That, that, that would stop everything. Yep. I think they even tested it with the windmills in Texas, having that, having that windmill power. When you know, and, and the power grid went down. Yeah, and if if they did that, they'd blame uh, one of them Coronas from the sun. Uh, they'd say, oh, yeah, well, the energy struck Earth and cut out all the power. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, there's been a lot of that over the news, so prepare for something like that in the near future. Mm -hmm. Yep, that was just a test. Something bigger is coming. Yeah, they're hell-bent on uh, completing their agenda. I know that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But I think the extraterrestrials will intervene because, uh, I mean, like I said, I mean, they got to worry about themselves as well, you know? Yeah.
with that Hadron Collider. Because mm-hmm. from according to what they, they told me was uh, they don't know what they're playing with. Exactly. Jim, do you think that's something to fear, though? I mean, with them intervening, or do you think they're going to be... Um, I don't think it's something to fear. It all depends on what the reaction is going to be from the 1%. Mm-hmm. You know, years ago, years ago, um, President Eisenhower warned of the uh, military-industrial complex. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're up against today. See? Right. Um, now, has the 1% got a plan to deter the extraterrestrials? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm confident that the extraterrestrials have enough advanced technology over them where they can prevent uh, something really uh, disastrous from occurring, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm beginning to wonder if, if Space Force wasn't created because of the you know, the potential alien invasion or or the alien coming aliens coming to well, that, that, that's a possibility but I still don't think that uh, that the space force would be any match for the aliens with their advanced technology probably not you know I I seen uh, you know anybody can Google this uh, Larry King live which is a pretty reputable uh, news outlet uh-huh. on one show there he had five military men on there. And it was weird because coincidentally, all their first names were Bob. <laughs> but anyway, um, they testified on a show that uh, when an, a UFO was observed over military bases, not only here in the United States, but worldwide, when they were observed over the nuclear silos, they had some type of technology to cut the power to the weaponry. And it would take the military over 24 hours to reboot the system back up to firing status, which tells me that they're doing their homework and testing their technology to prevent the nuclear holocaust, if one were to ever arise. Oh, wow. Yeah. Google that. Larry King Live. It's pretty interesting. Okay. And these these are, uh, you know, respected military men. You know, it's, they're not uh, bums off the street making a, making a, 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 some kind of stupid claim or comment. You know, and and they even had a video where they were testing a nuclear warhead. It wasn't live, oh, a live warhead. It was just a test to see how it would fire, I guess, and how far it would go, or if it would hit the target. And on that video, it shows a UFO going around the the projectile, firing at it going it around again, firing at it again, and it eventually destroyed the warhead even before it got to its destination. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Jim, how can people get a hold of you if they have any questions? Uh, my email address is uh, uniteamerica at live.com. And your website, and do you have any events that you're going to be participating in this year, or, or in the coming uh, well, future? Well, the website itself is. I'm in the process of designing that right now. I mean, it, it is up and running, but there's a lot more uh, information that I do want to add to it. Um, I, I started a blog on there, and uh, you know, the platform I'm using to build a site for some reason, they're not allowing comments on the blog. But that was my main main reason to want the website to begin with for be able to interact and communication with others. But 
you know, I put different uh, videos up there and uh, I mean, you know, it's going to take a little time to, to put everything up there that I want to. Um, but yeah, they can go to, uh, uh, like I said, jimandre.net. Uh, that's part of the Alien Connection Truth Network. That's the website. And, uh, you know, they can they can request to join uh, the Alien Connection Truth Network on the uh, Facebook group page if they wish. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'll even give my phone number out if that's all right. Uh, sure. I don't mind if anybody's got any questions. Sure. Yeah, my phone number is 508-491-8621. Awesome. Jim, it's been an honor to um, to talk to you, and it's been wonderful. I, I really enjoyed these last two hours. It really went fast. I always say this is the fastest two hours on radio because <laughs> it goes so fast. Well, I, I enjoy talking about it. And, uh, you know, at first I was skeptic to even come out with my story for fear of ridicule, you know. Mm -hmm. But I held it on for so long. I held it in for like a year and a half, two years before I come out with my experience. And uh, I'm glad I did because that was more or less like a therapy for me. It was like a, a weight lifted off my shoulders. Mm -hmm. That's that's one reason why I have this radio show because, like, as you said, it, things like this are therapy when, you, when you're able to talk to like-minded people such as yourself. And uh, I don't know what I'd do without this show. I really don't because... I'm so I'm so different and weird that you know it's hard for me to talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we all, we each have a, a, our own path to go down and, and experience our unique experience. But uh, but yeah, it's nice to have a forum where you know likewise individuals that are interested in the same thing can can uh, talk to each other. You know. Yeah, exactly. Jim, it's been an honor to to be able to talk to you these past two hours, and uh, I'll I'll, be, I'll send you a an MP3 file um, of this of tonight's show, and uh, okay. it's also going to be available on Spreaker and iHeartRadio as well. Oh, nice. Okay, and I want to thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you, Jim. Maybe we'll have you on sometime. Maybe you know we'll get together again after my surgery, after my my device is implanted. Yeah, that's fine. Sure. Yeah. Anytime. Just let me know when you're ready. You know how to get a hold of me. Exactly. <laughs> and thank you so much, Jim. I really enjoyed this. Oh, you're welcome. I did as well. Thank you. All right. Thank you All so right. much. Have a great night. You as well. Enjoy you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Well, folks, that was um that was Jim Andre, and it's been a pleasure to um to have him on my show tonight. And um please be sure to check us out. On, on Spreaker and iHeartRadio. If you want to, you know, follow up with our, our past shows or even this show, um, we'll be on there as well. Be sure to tune in to Supernatural Realm each and every third Tuesday and Thursday right here on www.lastfrequency.com. We are the Vera Radio Network. And uh, have a great night, everybody. God bless you. Good night. As soon as I find the um, ending, ending show here. Good night, everybody. Take it easy. Good night, everybody.
Supernatural Realm is a production of the VARA Network. www.fastfrequency.com.